Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. Today was the first time I properly spoke to anyone about an official return to work. I'm being visited by an occupational therapist weekly at the moment and we're talking about lifestyle and fatigue management, but work is always on my mind, how it might look and whether it will even be possible in the same format as prior to my amputation. This is something I have been very openly concerned about. Originally, I was determined and no one was gonna change my mind. However, as time has gone on, and as I realise how hard everything is in my new life as a disabled person, I have come to look at the return to work differently, and now I have some grave concerns. The process of assessing my suitability has been described to me, and here are the basics. Number one, the first assessment is listing all my skills, including any transferable skills. And stage two is a medical assessment. Now, stage one, I'm expecting my transferable skills to be extensive since I was a special needs teacher and have various coaching certificates, been a swim teacher, personal trainer, carer, to name just a few. Stage two is the part I'm worried about. Here is when we list all my job-related tasks and a medical professional, usually an independent GP, categorises all the skills according to whether I am likely to be able to return to that, either yes, a maybe, or a definitely not. The example she gave to me for definitely not was a builder who was paralysed with a spinal cord injury would definitely not be able to return to being a builder. The problems I currently face with personal training. Due to the limited mobility of my left knee in the socket, coupled with the fact that I do not have a left foot, means there are a considerable amount of positions I simply cannot get into anymore with my prosthetic leg. This means that even with the many free live sessions I've been posting online, I often have to explain that my right leg and my left simply can't get into the same positions as each other over half the time. The obvious problems with that are that I will struggle to demonstrate exercises to clients due to the physical limitations associated with having a prosthetic leg. In addition to that, getting up and down off the floor, such a simple thing, is actually a massive physical challenge for any amputee. I can do it, but to an able-bodied client it looks borderline ridiculous. Standing tolerance is also very challenging on a prosthetic leg. At the moment, it's only a few minutes, which means I run the risk of looking like a passive personal trainer who's sitting in the corner. All these challenges mean interacting with clients in a traditional sense is quite simply immensely challenging. This might be made possible with some physical work-related aids, but my capacity is highly likely to be nothing like the full-time hours I used to put in prior to my amputation. The problems I currently face with massage, I think, are blatantly obvious. This was also always the biggest element of my work time-wise. 
To be a massage therapist, I need to be able to hold a squat, lunge and two-legged stance position for the entire length of a treatment multiple times a day. In addition to that, I also need to be able to use my arms and actually massage the client, which would also involve me being able to move my weight around whilst in those stances and still remain balanced. This is clearly almost impossible for me right now. Whether this will ever be possible remains to be seen. I used to knock out five to six massages per day, four to five times a week, which depended obviously on how much personal training I also had in addition to that on any given day. The problems I immediately envisage are the squat stances where my knees need to be bent. When you have a very short leg below the knee, this, in my experience so far, will only put pressure on the socket where the end of the amputated bone pushes against the sides. Yes, it's painful. It is the very issue I'm having at the moment when cycling, for example. Will massage be possible with some physical equipment adaptations? Maybe. Will I be able to return to the same workload? I actually highly doubt it. What does this mean for me? Yes, there were tears. But this is not new news to me. I've been thinking about this a lot. I have tried both massage and personal training a few times and have found it 10 tons harder than I ever expected it to. Will riding to health survive without me? Highly likely. Those amazing girls have been running it mostly without me for more than a year already. Will the future of riding to health include me? Well, that remains to be seen. My next task is to make a list of things I love in a bid to find a new, less physical way to share my skills, whether that be as a pastime or as a revenue stream. There will be more challenging times to come, for sure. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.